Yeah! Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, check us out on Twitter at TinfoilHatCast. On Instagram at TinfoilHatPod. Uh, you can find us on Reddit. Uh, it's reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoilhatshow. Or allcomedytshirts.com. If you have any suggestions for future guests or topics, go ahead and email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Tinfoil hat. Coyote people everywhere. Tinfoil hat. Hey, man, where's hey, the truth there, dog? Tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, this is our uh, tinfoil hack with Sam Tripoli and Ryan Davis, and uh, we appreciate you coming down. We are with uh, guest uh, Michael Ward. Is it Mike or Michael it's, Ward? What uh, do you Mike. prefer? Mike yeah, Ward Mike. out of Canada. Yeah. And his buddies join us. Abdul Butt, and I knocked that out. And you I did, cr- man. You yeah. did. It. You got yeah. it. How was high school with that? How's how's elementary school with it, that name? It was, was good. It, rough? it was not bad. No, not at all. Abdul Butt. No, wasn't no. I do butt a lot? Dude, I had to be a, kids? I had to be a smartass. That's I get back, dude. I've just talked about that on stage yeah. about how we we want to get rid of bullying. Without bullying, I would not be sitting yeah, here same. with you today. There's same. no like no no president would be president. Microsoft wouldn't exist. Apple wouldn't exist. Like like bullying fucking makes makes better people. I like, think we're really <laughs> trying to create mediocre people. Yeah. I mean it does, dude. Yeah. The speed you know, it's like uh, we've talked about this on the show before, but like me and my friends at some point stop, stopped fighting physically and we started verbally destroying each other. Yeah. And little did I know later on in my life that would be my calling card for hecklers and I'm like I'm known for being able to handle horrible rough rooms because I just dealt with like People who had personal information on me that could light me up, and then I would do what we called later in high school the triply low blow, where I just fucking <laughs> kneecap you at some point when I was done with it. But that would never have happened if we fought, if they had put everybody yeah. in protective hats and clothes, and nobody felt anything at all. You got to go through everything so that you can feel everything. Yeah, like my brother has kids, and now kids. Like uh, his when his kids have their birthday parties, he's got to give presents to the kids that come to his kids' <laughs> Hold birthday on. party. What? Hold on, I, 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 I don't sure know if this is just okay? a Canadian yeah, thing. All right, because my my sound went down. Does it? Did you tell? Did you just say that if I throw a birthday party for a kid, I have to get gifts for the other kids? Yeah. Like I didn't know that. Maybe that's just a Canadian thing. Yeah, it's very polite. I, I was at my. It is polite. Like <laughs> like at my brother's, uh, like his kids' party, and then he he after he's like, yeah, the parents were saying my my presents for their kids were, were shitty, and I was like, fuck them, like fuck them. It's like it's this weird mentality that everyone fucking deserves a medal and everyone is number one. Fuck you. They're winners is. and losers, and sometimes it's their birthday, sometimes it's your birthday. You know what it is, man? It's uh, I have this feeling like my theory is that political correctness is coming from the uh, rules of society to be uh, are being applied to business. 
And then it bleeds over to everything else. Like, you know, like I believe that women, and we've said this before in this podcast, that I believe that women make the rules of society, how we interact. Okay. And that's why you got to be nice to people. You don't treat people bad, you know, interact, show respect. But business is made by men, the rules of men. And it's straight up uh, fucking rules of the jungle, kill or be killed. Yeah. Results or go to fuck yeah. home. And what we're seeing now is this app is this bleeding into this thought that business and the rules should be applied to everything. And now, now you could say, Sam, this is a birthday party or whatever. But there was a, there was a, there was a study done that found that women make 70% of the purchases. They have some sort of influence on 70% of the purchases. And once businesses heard that, the opinion of men did not matter. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, so that's yeah, how yeah, all yeah, those yeah. fucking commercials with the, the husband that's a fucking mongoloid that doesn't know how to clean clothes. That's how they started. I can't wipe my butt. Oh, fucking butt wipe. <laughs> if it wasn't for butt wipe, my butt, my husband's butt would be blah. You know, it's just like, and women don't get that. That's like, like my friends were, and we'll get into, I want to talk about your story. But my friend was in the Ghostbusters, Leslie Jones. I love her with all my heart. She's one of the hardest persons I've ever, comics I've ever had to follow. I love her. I didn't go see Ghostbusters because I know when it's all female cast, I know the jokes are just going to be guys are dumb, 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 dumb. Guys are dumb because I've, I've watched enough television to know where this is going. <laughs> I, I, the, uh, the opposite way is just never going to happen. Yeah. Pitch somewhere where women are idiots. You'll yeah. never sell it. Do you guys know that the UFC for their Invictus fights are having their first male ring guy? Yeah. Is his name Ryan really? Davis? What? I didn't know they got my application. No, the, no. I, the, but the notion that anybody wants to see that oh, fuck. is laughable. Are you yeah. telling me that there's not a, a sliver of the UFC and MMA community that's raging homosexual? There's a lot of secretly but they already gay get dudes. That yeah, they got, they got that. Fights. <laughs> like, there's dudes in short shorts, yeah, just, hard rock hard steroid nipples, they got the upper shredded, hand. <laughs> they're all in gay shape, yeah. and they're grinding on each I other. Fucking, but they get all beat up by yeah. the end. You want your candy boy to be still... I don't know. In his package, you, you, uh, gay guys like it rough. <laughs> they should get the the ring guy to just come in between rounds, just with jizz on his face. Yeah, why not? Hey, but that's the application, yeah. which leads us to your story. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I to me, this is a horror film type story. Like this story will lead to stories. They will make movies about this will be, you're like the, 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 the sliver man or some shit like that. Some weird kind of story that will be told to comics from to generations to come like, to yeah. scare them. Yeah. And so why don't we get into how this starts? Okay. Now, is it one case or is it been a multiple it, cases? It's, it's one case. I got, uh, I, I got, I did a joke about this little kid who was famous in French Canada. I did this joke in French because I work in French and in English. Uh, but this little boy, he's a little disabled boy. He was like a make-a-wish kid. His dream was to sing for the Pope. He sang for the Pope, which is a fucking weird wish. But yeah, anyway. Jim Gaffigan he, opened yeah. for the Pope and got booed <laughs> off stage. <laughs> How crazy is that? They don't like Pop-Tarts? They were just like, boo, bring up the Pope, sacrifice the children, go on. But yeah, so, so he, he sang for the Pope, and then he it was front page news back home, then Celine Dion 
flew him down to Vegas. That was front page news. And he was like, he was in the news a lot for a while. And then like uh, he came out with an album. And my joke was just like, why isn't he dead yet? Like we fucking gave him his wish. If, if that's the deal, if we give you your wish, you have you to go. fucking die. <laughs> and then this stupid rant about how I tried to murder him and I tried to drown him and he's unkillable and blah blah blah. And uh, people, people just fucking lost their mind. N- not right away, but like. Uh, three or four years later, like I had stopped doing the joke in 2013. I went to court in 2016, and people were like, "That's your, that's bullying," and and blah blah. And and like the people at first, they wanted me to give them uh, eighty thousand. Went to court, and then the judge said I had to give them forty-two thousand, which I'm not. I'm I'm never going to pay that. But uh, now it's under appeal, and then uh, if we lose the appeal, it'll be the Supreme Court. And uh, the thing, though, about Canada that's really fucked up, and Abdul is Canadian, too. Like, I thought when this happened, I was like, no, but First Amendment. And my lawyer was like, yeah, but we don't have First Amendment in Canada. Oh, my God. That's totally right, man. Because, like, we we think, like, as Canadians, like, like, I thought, you know, I thought free speech was, like, you know, for everybody. For everybody. If we, especially in Canada, we have fucking free free healthcare. We should have no. Free you guys speech. have everything. You guys like we kind of look at Canada as like they get it right. They got yeah. great coke. Yeah, you guys have the best. <laughs> I don't know how you got it from Latin and jumped up to, but the coke is always the best. You got, I mean, you guys got adult bookstores in your malls, which I, I just w- would blow people's minds here. Have you ever been to a, a Montreal strip club? I yes, I've only been to Montreal once a okay. long time ago, but man, the the best strip clubs are the ones outside of the city that you can like they're they're all like basically legal whorehouses. And oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I was just talking yeah. about that uh, tax ass, man. Mm-hmm. Why not? All vices should be legal. Yeah. If they don't hurt anybody else, they should be legal. There's no reason I'm going to jail because I liked to get shit on by a fucking hooker yeah. or whatever that that is. I should never go to jail. And, you know, that's why I kind of thought Canada would be about you guys. I've always felt like your most conservative po- politician or person is probably a, a liberal in America. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, you guys fought back from uh, Fox News being able to uh, broadcast in your country because the, a law that says you cannot s- spread lies. I think that what happened with me is uh, the fact that we're known for being nice uh, hurts free speech because, like, you only have to protect speech that is mean. Like, like you, you, the, you you'll but, never make a law like we can't true. say anymore that that lesbians are amazing because lesbians. If you say lesbians are amazing, lesbians would be like, we are amazing, right? Right. But if if you if you say lesbians are fucking horrible people, uh, and they're not like lesbians are just some of them are horrible, some of them are nice. <laughs> but uh, if you say lesbians are horrible people, you'll get lesbians that'll be angry. But you you have to protect that. Like you should be allowed to fucking. Well, the truth say about anything is, and this is the ACLU here or any of that. It's not about protecting the good shit. It's about making sure everybody gets yeah. protected. It's like no matter how horrible a crime is, you don't want this guy not to have a lawyer yeah. because you don't like what he did. You have to protect all people at all times because everybody loves a witch hunt until you're the witch. Yeah. And you don't know when you're going to be the witch. Yeah. You just think you're like spitting out stuff and it's like, fuck no. Dude, I just think of all these amazing comics I know who've said stuff that's even worse than that. Yeah, that's... 
in America and nothing happens. Either they get booed off stage or they get this giant fucking following. Yeah. You know? What's her name? Ashley Simpson. And what was her sister? Nicole. Nicole. Okay. Which one was the hot one? Nicole, right? Nicole huh. Simpson. Like David well, Tell's joke was like, you know, it Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Jessica yeah. Simpson. Yeah. Jessica Simpson was the hot one, then the fat one, and the the other one. Uh, no, there was two. There was Jessica yeah. Simpson, and, and then there was Ashley Simpson, the, the one that fucked up at SNL. Yeah, and yeah. then just tried to dance off. Dance. What a fucking weird way to save that. Yeah, like I'm gonna fucking do a hoedown. But you know what that is, dude. That is when when we create instant pop stars. When you just add water to a fucking act and you tore on it. She has no life skills yeah. to deal with that moment. Yeah. There's a reason why you go through it to get to it. And that is to learn what happens when shit hits the fan. Is to be in that moment when it ain't right. And to get through it. But, but you know, it's like David Tell's favorite, my, one of my favorite jokes, like, who wants to hear my favorite Jessica Simpson fantasy? Jessica's <laughs> sitting there with her boot on her sister's throat. And I don't, I, I didn't do any justice to that, but it's along the lines of that. It's like harmless. Yeah. And uh, so where does this come from? Because you guys are socialists when you say you're socialists in Canada. Yeah. Is this socialism? Is this fascism? Is I it's I think it's just the it's being too nice. Like our country is being run by a care bear right now. Like it's it's like it, it, who for Del Castro's kid? Yeah, <laughs> but like um, yeah, he just congratulated the team, the uh, Canadian men's hockey team for getting third place. Yeah, they like, won. Like Congrats that. for winning bronze. <laughs> oh, I thought that, that was the game. worst. And that, that sport? <laughs> yeah, just just there, just sweep that one under the rug. Don't say anything. There was a woman uh, on the Canadian hockey team for uh, that when she won, well, the Americans won, and then they put the silver medal on her, and she took it off right away which you should do like if you just lost a hockey game you shouldn't especially if you're canadian like it's our fucking sport yeah. and you just lost to a country that doesn't even know that hockey really exists right you shouldn't be like yay and then people like in canada were angry and they're like that you're not uh, you're not good for canada representing, representing canada. us well and fuck you well for me dude it's just like she can she can do whatever the fuck she wants with that medal because yeah. she's the one who put in the time and effort to do it yeah. yeah, it's her medal. She doesn't have to wear it if she doesn't want to. Who are you to tell? Like that's this whole thing, man. This group mentality that we're getting to. The purpose. What? What? Ha this kid, whether he wanted to do it or not, asked for fame. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Sorry, I was just gonna no, say fine. the differences with him is like uh, it's not even the people that it, it. It's like yeah, people piled on and were upset about it, but it's actually like a law that he's now they're saying he and broke. That's where that's where get it gets crazy. Yeah. With, it's not man. about popularity or what the public says. It's literally a law, which is insane. You can't and, do and, that. And you know, what's so funny is because. Again, it comes from you know, like we have we have our trans stuff going on right now, and you got your uh, your professor Peterson who's going through that right yeah. now, Jordan Peterson, who's like just basically saying like I don't care if you want to be called Shim Sham Sham Shop Bop Babadoo Bop or whatever you want to be called, you just you can't pass a law telling me I have to yeah. say that, which is my whole theory on yeah. everything. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to like gay people. I don't give a shit if you don't like gay people. You just can't tell me that you can't pass a law. Saying they can't get married. Yeah. You can hate them all you want to. I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. But you can't pass a law that says you can enforce your beliefs on anything. 
You know, that is yeah. the whole point between church and state. What's fucked up about Peterson is at first, like, before you hear him, if you just read what the media writes, he like, they, they try to make him out like this fucking right-wing nut job. And then you listen to him, and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, like pretty much, like, like maybe not everything, but, you know, he like, it, every, it seems to make sense what he's saying. But people are like, right now, everyone is so fucking sensitive, and people are... It's like the the 1% that get offended by everything. We're trying to make them happy instead of going, fuck you. No, come deal with it, man. That comes back to the bullies. That comes right back to that whole thing where now nobody could get bullied. It's all systematic done. It's all done on purpose to get everybody to fight so nobody pays attention to what's really fucking going on at the highest fucking levels. One thing that really fucking – like the the reason why this happened in Canada, there's a thing back home called the the Human Rights Commission. Tell me about this fucking thing. Every – like the only place in the world where there's a Human Rights Commission or tribunal is at The Hague for the U.N. Where they go after like war criminals yeah. and, and blah blah blah. And they get nobody. And, and by that, the way, and, they get nobody. And then Canada has one, and every in, individual province has one. So they're the ones that sued me. And the ones that sued me, uh, one of their employees uh, got arrested for having sex with a five-year-old kid. And, and that's what happens. Pedal yeah. gay is real, dog. Yeah. You can't call it sex with a child. That's no, yeah. yeah, that's rape. called rape. Yeah, no, he, he raped a little kid. He pleaded guilty. And then the judge gave him an absolution, unconditional absolution. So he doesn't have a file. And then those fucking assholes at the Human Rights Commission didn't even fucking fire him right away. They waited two months. So this fucking piece of garbage is fucking little dude, boys. I'm fucking making a joke about a singer. God damn. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, these people think that fucking a kid is better than making making fun of another. Welcome to our show, God dude. Damn. Have, have comedians <laughs> come to, to your uh, defense? Have, yeah, has the community I, I've, I've risen been up? I've s- so, so lucky. I had, when, when all of this happened, uh, Bruce Hills at Just for Laughs, he was like, we, we got to do something. Then they did a, a benefit. Uh, Norton was on it. Uh, Jimmy Carr, uh, Ralphie May, uh, uh, the, like a, and a bunch of really good uh, French-Canadian comics, too, and people from France. And like people, like I've gotten a lot of support from comics because I think my story freaks people out. Because you, especially you guys, like if if you think like fuck, I'm gonna go down to Canada. What the fuck can I say? I think though Canada. I think if you're an American, you come down, you can do and say whatever you want. It's just they went after me because I'm I'm a I'm a Canadian that still lives there and I was making money. And they were like, we're going to fucking break this guy because he's a, he works blue. He's making good money. Let's get into back to this tribunal. Um, why, why was it originally put? I thought I heard Jordan Peterson talk about why it was originally put together. And then over time is now become something where they got to justify why they're still here yeah. and they're going on. And it's like... You know, it, we deal with that in this. T- it you know, you it know. was a good idea like 30 years ago. And it, it, I think it started because there were people that like wouldn't rent to black people or wouldn't rent to Arabs. And that, but that, then once you get rid of the fucking landlords that won't rent to people just because they're black and, uh, that like there's a, a yeah we've come we've come a long yeah. way even though you're Canada we've come a long yeah. way in this country it is not illegal to say the n word. I can say the N-word anywhere I want. There is social repercussions of that. Yeah. But there is nothing, there's no law that says I cannot say the N-word. And I would even tell you that most people, 
most sane people would not want that law to no. be passed. I think, like, I, I actually, the fact that you're allowed saying racist things is a good thing because then that's how you can tell who's racist and who isn't. Dude, because if, if you ban, like, the KKK, I want to know who's in the fucking KKK. I want to know who hates black people, who hates Jews, just so I can judge them. But if everyone is pretending, like... They're not racist, then how the fuck can you tell who's racist? I I believe that. I listen, man. I think everything's sinister. I really do. I think this pushback against only comedians. Why? Why is this all about comics? We see it in two places: academia, and we see it in uh, stand-up comedy. Where and those are two places that really influence the masses. The reason they hate comedy is because stand-up comedy is the only thing you do where you don't need a giant fucking money infusion to get it done. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah, like, yeah. like they can control television, they can control movies, they can control plays and Broadway. You can't control a guy with a mic. There's no one thing you do to him except for this to control him. Yeah. And that's really what this is, is about clamping down on fucking the opinions. And what we're creating now and we did it in politics and we're doing it now with entertainers is we're only allowing liars to work yeah and they all lie and would they lie until they get caught and then they go away and we replace them with another liar i want originality i want to know the truth hey dude i mean like i talked about this on stage it's like martin luther king used to fucking bang everything that moved the dude, one of the greatest human beings ever walked the planet, had hoes in different area codes. <laughs> like, how human is that? Yeah. Like, had, imagine if we, he was alive today. We would demonize him yeah. for what he's fucking doing, even though he's trying to make <laughs> fucking major changes. Yeah. He had a dream. He also had a wet dream. Yeah, he had a wet dream, and he was stacking white bitches, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. Was he fucking that. white bitches, Oh, too? he was fucking everything, dude, and he should. When you're laying I've, on the line like that? I'd love to read his biography, and there's a chapter how he banged a bunch of trannies. Yeah. I think they all do. I think everybody's in the weirdness. What if he was into what you're into, Sam? What I would love to know what I'm into. Being called the N-word in bed? Yeah, I'm sure he does, dude. I'm sure he does. The weirder, the better. And that's why the sex is getting weirder, because we're getting more and more sterile and everything. You know? Because we got to be so buttoned up. And then when we get in the bedroom, we want it yeah. fucking weird. We're turning into Japan. We're going to have a vending <laughs> machines with used panties soon so that we could, like, you know, just get off in between yeah. coffee break. So so let's get back into the, the cases. You put this out. How yeah. soon? Because I actually had a friend of mine who somewhat went through the same thing you went through. Sebastian Maniscalco did a joke about that dog that walked on uh, its hind legs because it had no front legs so it, it, its owner trained it to walk on one leg and like mm -hmm. and you know it was kind of an inspirational thing but sebastian was like what the fuck is this <laughs> imagine if you're just hanging out and all of a sudden this thing comes walking through and it's really funny well the woman who owned a dog tried to do a giant movement oh really to like <laughs> like he was dog shaming destroy him dog shaming he's God one of the nicest him. guys in yeah. comedy <laughs> Oh, fuck, I hate But people. it's hilarious. I How does this people. even happen? How does it get that far? Why don't people just look at that and go, this is crazy. You, you can't sue somebody for making fun of a dog. Because we, there's nothing but conformists now. We live in a conformist world where people are so afraid to lose their paycheck that they let fucking 
artistic atrocities go, fucking real atrocities go. Yeah. This guy let a dude who fucked a five year old off. Yeah. Why? Because no, everybody's afraid to lose that check, dude. And that says to me, at the highest fucking levels, there is pedophilia in fucking Canada. Just oh, like yeah, it's here. Sure. At every Anglo-Saxon fucking country, there's been giant fucking pedophilia rings going, and that's how everybody plays ball. That's true. I can't believe that guy's still alive. Yeah. I can't believe it. So you, so you put out this thing. Is yeah. it instantaneous? No, I, I put it out, uh, got nothing back, and then um, a, a reporter talked about it. I did an interview with this reporter, and then he talked about the joke, and that's how the family heard about the joke. And then, like, when we were in court, like, I wasn't in actual court because it's a human rights commission that brought me to the human rights tribunal. So the people judging me... To a tribunal? Yeah. That the, is bureaucracy And right the people there. judging me and the people uh, Try or trying me or whatever, <laughs> how, however you say, are the same people. And my lawyer told me that. He was like, look, you're going to lose the first round, but we're going to win in the second round. So now we lost the first round and now we're in real court. So now there's three real judges that hopefully I'll fucking realize that you can't like you, like uh, the jokes should be jokes, right? I, like I, it's, it's satire, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not real. It's exactly like fucking giving a ticket to Vin Diesel because he was driving fast in Fast and the Furious, or it's you know it's, <laughs> it's 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 fucking retarded. Like you're fucking watching someone do even like you can think that stand up comedy is an art. But it's a fucking art form. It's an so, art. so you're watching. It's like watching a a, a guy fucking uh, paint something and go, "That's vulgar," and I'm I'm bringing you to court because you fucking drew the guy with a weird nose or whatever. And there was a time where that did happen, oh. and we realized that that was wrong. It's uneducated. It's unenlightened, and we purposely created laws to stop that. Yeah, I was talking to Jason Rouse though, like uh, yesterday. I'm sorry. And uh, and <laughs> I, I, he's an amazing no, guy. I, I love fucking him, love dude. that guy. We're blessing his boss. He's We're a, blessing his boss. But when I was talking to him, he was like, "This is where you can tell that life is way too easy in North America right now. That people are getting hurt by jokes without God. a doubt. Because like in in fucking countries that there's war or famine, people aren't like n no one's getting kidnapped and then leaving the kidnapping. Going the worst part was when that man snickered. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I think again, it's I think it's just about fattening up the pigs. Yeah, fattening us up so that when they want to fucking get a reaction out of us, they just drop an emotional bomb and everybody runs around like the fucking sky is falling. And like that's why we, do, I for me, I like conspiracies and I like to learn about them so that when the shit hits the fan, I know exactly why it's hitting the fan. And I'm not gonna run around fucking nuts and crying, going, "Why is this happening to me?" I'm gonna know why it's happening because you have people like. You know, it's like a great example is like in this country, male, uh, female, white feminist. Like it's almost laughable how they march and act like they're second class citizens yeah. <laughs> when they are the most protected unit in the universe. From the moment a woman fucking grows hair on her snatch, everybody's trying to make her feel better about herself. To the point when she gets legal and we all want her comfortable, so she'll suck everybody's dicks. Yeah. Like, that's really what it is. There's more fucking... I mean, dude, this town is ran on white women. Like, white, everything is geared towards white women buying their stuff. 
And what we really have a problem with is morning television is lying to these women. Because nobody wants to tell them the truth. Because if you tell them the truth, they may not like it. And then they'll associate your advertisers with what you just said. And they won't buy your your Tide, your Coca-Cola, your fucking beer. Because they're the ones going to the store and buying it. And if they saw something they didn't like, they're like, fuck Tide. I remember because they said something about my ass looking too fat in these fucking jeans. I'm not going to buy that shit. So they don't tell them the truth. So we know what these women think comedy is? Ellen dancing. That's what they think comedy is. <laughs> they think this is what it, this is what we come for. But how much do you really I mean, I want to be in that crowd. If, if they just panned the crowd and they saw the two of us dancing, dancing. Yeah, we need to take a day out of our time and go in the Ellen show and just get our like our silver robot on. But dude. you know what? I could do that. I, I'm open mind to that. But I also know that that's not the spectrum of life. Oh, totally. You know, and like I, I comedy should be like every other art, <clears throat> fucking patty cakes and some dark shit. Yeah. But people want to think it's patty cakes all the time. And their notion is that if I'm making fun of it, that means I don't respect it or I'm shitting on them. Or or let me let me pull that back. Not making fun of it. If I discuss it. I think, though, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I feel like in the last couple of months, the pendulum is swinging back in the right way. Because I, I, I've, I've, I had jokes that last year didn't hit. Like and and in the last couple of months are just fucking killing because they're and they're they're killing not because they're amazing jokes but just because people are like oh fuck okay he went there I didn't think we were allowed going there anymore and people are are happy I I just I did a show then uh, my comedy chaos and. I mean I just watch theater comic after theater comic go up railing on chicks. And I just think it's the time of the pendulum. I like I got this joke about um I don't know if Canadians can relate to it. I mean, but here it's um I do a joke about black zombies and how fast they are. <laughs> and how you have you have no chance against a black zombie and maybe the your only hope is get to the crosswalk. Because you know it'll take that zombie forever to cross the street. <laughs> and the point is that black people take forever to cross the street, even though they're the fastest people in the world. Mm -hmm. And there was a short time that wasn't working. Oh really? Because then like, I just oh, started doing racist. it and people have been exploding. And I it's like that's a crazy time. Cause if you even mention the word black, being a white guy fucking people would shut down yeah but now it's like okay let me hear this shit because it is now they're seeing that everybody gets to say and i think people tend to see that like listen man we don't want to live in this bullshit so we have to fight back against you know the stupid people yeah feminists i that's my biggest problem with feminism it's like i agree with equality across the board everybody should but you can't just go everything a woman does is right and everything a woman a man does is wrong like, when women come out and they do fucked up shit to guys, I never see feminists calling them out. Yet, when guys do fucked up shit to women, we always call it out. And we're like, this is bullshit. You don't treat women like that. But what, like, this one woman said that, oh, hey, I, I'm okay with false rape accusations. I'm fine. Really? You're like, why? And I'm sorry, dude, yeah. this is going to be the worst thing ever said. But you know what, man? I asked a bunch of chicks because this one guy just got out of jail for be falsely being accused of rape. And he was there for like nine, ten years. And you're going to jail as a sex offender. and that's So he's not, getting raped for real. He's getting <laughs> fucked up, man. So I go to these, I go to these girls. I go, I'm going to ask you this, this question. And it, just be honest with me. I'm not, and then I went to the girls I knew who could take it. If you had a choice between getting raped or going to jail for 10 years or something you didn't fucking choose, what would you choose? And they all so chose rape. 
And it's just, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's like it's one the lesser the other, of two evils, but it, it's dude <laughs> going to jail for 10 years. Is a you don't come time, back yeah. from that. Yeah. And it's, but you can't, but nobody calls this shit out. And that's why I think everything is just a giant fucking psychops to fucking get us to fight with each other. Look at me too is dead. How did that just end? It's gone. Cause Aziza Zari got some bullshit and everyone's like, okay, we're done with it. It's just let me. I, I just think because the fucking super elitist liberals in Hollywood were all getting called out, and they're like, "Whoa, okay, they're coming after us. Let's stop yeah. this shit right now." We thought they were going to go after all the fucking uh, Republicans the Trump, and the NRA yeah. motherfuckers, and it never fucking happened. So well, where are we? Yeah, it did. It just didn't do anything because they don't care. The Republicans just brush it off. They're like, "Yeah, whatever." It's well, it's just weird. I mean, like they go after. Oh yeah, they went after more, and then they well, went they after went after that. Trump. I mean, Trump too. It came out, but he just brushed it off, and no one cared. Well, but, it's also that those girls all took huge sums of money to yeah, say that yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I'm not getting. Do do I think Trump is a fucking gentle lover? Fuck no. Do I think he's up to scumbag shit? Yeah. I do, but I also think everybody in that in that fucking workspace, you sell your soul, dude, and that's the, that's where Clinton got fucked up. That's why she lost because everything she accused Trump of doing, there was emails or fucking evidence of yeah. her or her husband fucking doing. Yeah, but that's it. That's why like Trump and that it all happened is because he's just he doesn't give a shit. He'll do whatever he wants and said. But liberals are doing the same thing too. The only thing is that they get scared when they get caught. And they're like, oh, my God, I, we were not supposed to be doing these things. And then they get caught and they get called out. And then they have, they have to, like, bow down because you've just been telling us I, you listen, can't dude, do anything. I think we all respect women, right? But male feminists are full of shit. Oh, they're the worst. And yeah. they're most likely going to be <laughs> like, the rapists. Like, the everyone worst. everyone was so happy when Aziz – like, and even though when you read the thing, you go, okay, Aziz just got his dick sucked. By a girl that doesn't get how dating should be. Yeah. But uh, like everyone was, I was kind of happy. Yeah, I was like, oh, about fuck, that the other day. I'm so happy he's fucking a rapist. He <laughs> treats his fucking, his, his peers like shit. Yeah. So I told people, hey man, I hope he yeah. doesn't lose his job, but I'm not going to war for this guy. Yeah. This guy treats his peers like shit. So why am I going to defend Those him? guys are the worst. So there's a, a guy in Canada called uh, John Gameshi who used to be like a huge radio star. And he was like into like not not rape but kind of like violent sex. Like he'd, he'd hit women without even knowing if they were into like bondage. Oh. And but he was like before that he was like super liberal, super yeah. feminist. He was like on NPR, your yeah, guys' public yeah, yeah. radio. I've yeah. heard of this guy. He yeah. has that like, and welcome back. To, yeah. And then in the yeah. bedroom, he's just like wailing, like on just him. fucking <laughs> punching chicks in the. Matt ribs. Lawler, same thing, dude. You're going after fucking. You're the one who releases the grabber by the pussy, and you have a a button on your desk that locks the doors so chicks can't leave? Really? Yeah. Oh, God damn. Yeah, so that's, and that? then we go back to your tr your God guy damn. on the panel that is raping yeah. kids and telling you you shouldn't be making jokes yeah. about kids. And I've been fucking married to the same woman, never cheat. How long? Uh, nine, uh, 15 years married, 19 years with the same woman. I've, been, I've been with my girl 15 years. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I love her to death. I uh, Google how to fake my own death every day. Were you, were you, so you were probably really happy when the Me Too thing came out that you were like, fucking my, my girl saved my fucking life. Because I, I was remembering how I used to fucking hit on women. And I've always been respectful, oh, but yeah. I drink. So I'd, I'd like, I was like, fuck, man, if you send me drunk trying to have sex, 
I'm going to fucking offend like 9 million people. And dude, it's just like, you know, there was, I had a classic move. Ring the doorbell, dog. You know, it's like make out, ring the doorbell. You, when you get the signs that's going to happen, you fucking ring the door. Reach down and fuck ding, ding, ding. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you can't do that move no more. That was- the, and the problem is you just don't know who's into it. And I was doing a joke about we need to have a belt system. You know, girls need to walk around with a belt on, white belt, treat her like a fucking Protestant and fucking a Mormon, and like, b- shake hands, miss, thank you, ma'am, tip your hat, walk out. Black belt chicks, finger blast in the fucking coffee office, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, you know, in the break room. It's just like, it's just, some girls are into something, yeah. you know, like Jordan Peterson's going through a lot of shit right now about his whole thing about women not wearing makeup in the, uh, in the workplace and yeah. high heels, because those are sexual signals, which... The truth of the matter is, they are. Yeah. yeah. Like, like before he said that, I, if you would have told me that, I would have been like, no. Women. But then the way he explained it, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the science behind yeah. makeup is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's just, to resemble the way that a female's face looks during this highest state of arousal. Your lips get filled and engorged. That's why they wear lipstick. Your eyes dilate. That's why you wear eyeshadow and eyeliner. And then your cheeks get blushed. So that's why you put on blush. So the face you see when you're like, God, you look hot. That's your um, orgasm your, face. Yeah, your O face. So when I tell, like, I used to tell ex-girlfriends, like, damn, take your whore paint off. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> Take your whore paint yeah, off. Like, come on. You already got me. Like, right, on, right, like, right. It's interesting. Like, why look pretty at work unless you're in a sales job, right? Like, if, if you're doing sales, you got to yeah. meet with people. Or but if a you're bartender just office, or something. Yeah, stuff like, like that. Like, I don't want a, uh, like a waitress that fucking wearing sweatpants. and Yeah, right. She's, and that affects her tips, yeah. you know? And so, but so, if you're just in a job sales or you're yeah. a desk jockey, why do you got to be, you know, what makes me feel pretty? Well, what is pretty? Attractive. And what is attractive? Attractive to the other f- thing, you know? And it's just like, and I don't necessarily, I, I understand what he's saying. And I understand that he's probably like, yeah, women can work dress like that. <clears throat> but there's like, what are the ramifications of that? And how are the interactions? So did you get cross-examined in this case? No. I, uh, we, got, we, I got a letter from the human rights people saying I owed – they were like, we, we listened to your joke – and uh, we uh, we had a, a committee, and uh, we you, you like they fucking like had a little fake trial in one of their offices, and they were like, we decided that you owe eighty thousand dollars to this kid's family, forty thousand to the kid's mother, because apparently fucking making fun of someone, the mother deserves half, uh, and, and then twenty thousand to the kid, twenty thousand to the stepdad, and so, why does the stepdad get one? I don't know. I don't he didn't know. even bring the kid in. No, I, I don't know. He, like, apparently bringing a kid Throw him to, a couple bucks? Yeah, soccer practice and use that. That's fucking, that's a pretty good job. But so when I when I met my lawyer, he was like, look, they're just they're just trying to scare you. And 80000 is a big amount, but it's not. Like, if they said you owe $2 million, like, everyone would go, fuck you, I'm not paying. But 80000 is small enough to scare you, uh, small enough so that you can pay but big enough to scare you. So he was like, they want you to make a counter offer and come back and look, I'll give 40. And he go, and then I was like, okay, look, I rather give you fucking a hundred thousand than give them five. So he, he wrote them kind of a fuck you letter saying, (laughs) look, we're not paying. We're not paying. Fuck you. Bring us to court. But he had told me, he was like, look, this is going to be super expensive. You're going to lose. And then, uh, but you'll eventually win. 
And uh, but, but the yeah, so so even though I knew I was gonna lose when I lost, it fucking it freaked me out because yeah. I was like, what? Because at first it was like this is funny, like everything was funny. It was almost like I was in a parody of uh, Lenny uh, Lenny Bruce's life, basically. Yeah. But then when it fucking act happened, I was like, what the fuck is this wrong is with 2016, Canada? 2017. Yeah, and Canada that pretends on the world stage to be this fucking we're this nice country and uh, free speech and fucking like well you did the shows in in China too. We have more free speech in China than in fucking Canada. Yeah, they just say to you in China, don't shit on the government. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it. Yeah. I mean, dude, I you know, we had Dan Smith on and he's like, China, it's the worst fucking business model of all time and it's fucking awful and blah, blah, blah. I go, have you been to China? He goes, yeah. no. I go, <laughs> You want to go? Because I've been there, and I'm like, wow, this I, is like Vegas every day, I all the time. I fucking love China. The guy that booked me in China, he he didn't have a real license plate on his scooter. Cause, and I was like, why not? He goes, well, there's too many people. So you, if you have a real license plate, you can only drive like on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the other one is Tuesday, Thursday. Because of air pollution? Yeah, and he goes, and they're like $800 a year or 1200 a year. And he goes, but if, if you just get a fake license plate, if they catch you, they they seize your your vehicle and you get a three hundred dollar fine. So he goes, my fucking scooter's made in China. It costs like hundred and fifty bucks. So I like I could I could get caught every other week and it'd still be cheaper. Yeah. And the, so they don't give a fuck. Like the one of the clubs I was doing, he was like, sorry man, the club just closed because uh, I didn't tell the government this was a club and they found out. And so they took the club. So I started another one. So they just do whatever the fuck they want to do. Which is amazing. I fucking love that. Like, they don't tell the government anything. And they just told me, like, yeah. the first night, they were like, don't talk about the four T's. And I'm, I'm a dumb guy. Tibetan? Yeah, I, I knew it was Tibet, Tiananmen Square. Yeah. And I didn't know the other two, but I didn't want to look and like a dumb guy. do you know that guy. that story isn't necessarily true either? That they didn't run over that kid? Oh, no? Yeah. No. And that was all psychops to demonize us. You're, you're thinking of the Mandela effect. There's people that remember him being uh, ran over, and there's people that don't. Yeah, well, I, no, he supposedly, the guy who re, he actually reported it said that he purposely misreported it. The guy didn't get ran over. Hmm, crazy. The only time the tank's been ran over is when the Israel ran over the American chick. Just ran right over. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Killed her. That's the only time I've ever heard of that, but didn't happen in China. And you know, it's just the demonization of, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not for communism in any way, shape, or form. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a capitalist border. I like, I'm socialist on some shit, and I'm capital, uh, you're like uh, libertarian yeah. socially. Socially, I'm like, as long as it's an adult, let me do whatever the fuck yeah. I want with this person, as long as it's consenting. Yeah, that's the way I am. I'm like a, a left-leaning libertarian. Yeah, I, I I also believe, and this is just I've slowly been coming to this that at the highest levels, I, I bet you the people who start the Libertarian Party, fucking ass CIA assets. I only think that because the biggest threat to international corporations is government, is a government finding them, stopping them, doing that. And if you can fucking make enough, create a, a movement that demonizes government. Now you got these people pushing back against the other people who can control you. Because right now in this country, corporations are like royal families. Yeah. And they do whatever the fuck they want. 
I mean, the Panama Papers, the Paradise Papers. I mean, trillions of dollars in fucking tax evasions. No yeah. one's gone to jail. Yeah. And the libertarian will be like, good, dude. I'm happy they didn't have to pay tax. I'm like, but you do. And if you don't, there's consequences. You said a joke about a kid. A dude fucked a kid and didn't go to jail. Like, wh where are the rules? Yeah. Even, like, uh, after my court thing, I, I asked them... Like, like, since since there are things obvious in Canada you can and can't say, fucking tell me. Like, make a list. Like, I know, like, when I'm on, on driving, I know, okay, I can drive 55 on this highway, 65 on that one. I can go up to 0 .08 uh, blood alcohol in my, my uh, uh, alcohol in my blood. There are rules, and I know those rules, and if I decide to fuck the rules, and I'll know, but... Like they're they're like no well, you you're allowed to say whatever you want to say within reason which is a fucked up like how like your reason and my reason might not be the same I like fucking dirty jokes and you you obviously get offended by anything dirty yeah and then the people who tend to get offended by dirty jokes tend to be the biggest scumbags in the world yeah you know Bill Cosby Bill Cosby yeah you horrible know? Hum human being just go uh, awful fucking human being and the problem is this man and you, you what you've gone through is kind of what we're seeing on social media where these social media companies are fucking blocking people uh, 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 uh banning them getting rid of their accounts uh based on uh things they've tweeted yet people and it's all based upon that company's political stance like, we have seen my friend Ari Shafir yeah. threaten Burt Kreischer's family with death and murder <laughs> as a joke for stealing his fucking albums. And they're, they're close friends. Ari just spent close to 20 grand on taking him and Tom Scora to the college football national championship game. Yet, we have seen the left verbally assault people on the right threatening them with, like this whole thing with florida right now like you saw people people who question and i am that guy who goes all the signs are there of a false flag people who say this stuff got threatened with gun violence this guy bob gollop who's a funny fucking comic man threatened this like mud flaps redneck comic told him i hope you and your whole family get shot now it's like what is that yeah, that's a good alternative. Yeah. But the point is, like, <laughs> yeah. but he didn't get banned. Yeah. So Twitter now is deciding. Yeah. It's not the you. That's my problem with political correctness. There's no universal law. Like, like when I went through my thing, I was like, at least American comics will never go through this because you guys don't have the Human Rights Commission, but you have the Court of Public Opinion on Facebook. So you guys are going through the exact same thing. And like I'm you, fine with that, though. I mean, like, dude, at the end of the day, someone can like a joke or not like the joke. I have no take it or leave it. You want to laugh at? I tell people, hey, dude, these are dick jokes. Yeah, but it's never the people. People that heard the joke that are offended. It's a friend of a friend. Like, so it's someone actually what fucks a lot of comics is you do a joke that some, one of your fans thinks is fucking amazing. So he sort of writes what you said, basically. And he goes, that was fucking amazing. Sam Tripoli said, blah, blah, blah. And then one of his fucking social justice warrior friends is like, that isn't funny. And then they fucking share it. And then your, your comedy, you made a joke for your audience and then you get all these fucking people just in their offices or their apartments reading your jokes and they shouldn't be 
listening your your I jokes. I totally agree with that. Yeah. And it's very interesting as my uh, you know I, I'm building my YouTube. I'm starting to branch out than just my fans. You could just tell when people aren't your fans because they just come in super fucking negative. A great example of uh, of that is uh, I opened for Tiffany Haddish at this USC uh, college day one freshman show okay. who are the worst comedy crowd ever because they've experienced zero life. Yeah. And all they've had is MTV just telling them bullies, 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 bullies. Everybody's a bullies. If they say something about you that isn't, you don't like, they're fucking bullies, 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 bullies. You know, and it's just like, it's just programming. It's my whole theory that television, the whole fucking thing is just a giant shell game. Just to, you know, because the people at the, who own, in America, five companies own all the fucking, all the, all the networks. And the people who own those five networks above that also own all the people advertising. The car companies, gas companies, pharmaceutical companies, the uh, fucking military industrial complex that make up the majority of your fucking commercials. So it's like the people who own the uh, own the channel are buying the commercial. So it's the numbers don't matter because yeah. if it did matter, MTV wouldn't be doing my life as a gay porn star. You know that nobody wants to fucking watch that. And if you want, dude, you like it, great. Nobody wants to watch that television show. Is that a real show? That was a they, they do a day in the life up. Okay, on MTV, and you think about MTV, who they're going for? High school kids. My day in the life of a gay porn star. It's like, what are you programming? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? So, so I, I'm damn. doing these shows. America's great. I love America it. Is great. It's so America good, is great. America is great. It's and the we, best. We comedians have to fight back. Yeah, and we're pushing back, and I think we're slowly winning because the it's like the you know any any. Dude, argument. you just gotta have the Trump effect. Just don't care. Well, That's what I do. I don't give a shit. going through that right now. Just don't care. Owen Benjamin is just trying to say whatever crazy shit he can, and it's doing really well. Yeah. He's, he's really getting a good following. <laughs> That's some, like, cannabis-fueled mania. I've, I've listened to him multiple times on Rogan. He's a funny dude, but, yeah, he doesn't know when to not press send on some of those tweets. Man. <laughs> and, it, uh, you know, I know Owen, Owen for a long time. I it is what it is. I don't yeah. really want to get into it. People are people. Like, but so I do this show for Tiffany Haddish, and uh, I just made fun of white girls once. And Tiffany Haddish's crowd is all fucking black women, and it's like they need a hero. It goes back to white women run Hollywood. Tiffany Haddish is the first person, the first black female to host Saturday Night Live in yeah. all of its years. Just think about That's that. Crazy. If you ever want to know who Hollywood cares about, the first. In 2016, since they've been doing it since the 70s, since in 2018, is the first black female comedy comedian to host that show. Yep. Blows my fucking mind. Half Ethiopian, half Jewish. She is? Yep. Oh, well, God bless her. I don't care. Anyways, she's, she's fucking... She's yeah. wonderful. I, there's not a person that is rooting and enjoying watching every moment of this chick who's fucking went through the system of, like, fucking orphanages and all that fucking shit to go through this. Yeah, you know that uh, Dom Herrera taught her at comedy camp? How crazy is that? I love it, dude. That's, like, one of your guys' own really coming nobody's, up. Nobody's fucking sad. Uh, you know, there's a lot of player hating going on. Nobody's doing that with Tiffany Haddish. No. Dom Herrera is a really nice guy. He's actually the reason I started doing shows in English. Really? I, I was doing, I because for a while I only worked in French, 
And um, the, at the Just for Last Festival in Montreal, there was this uh, this uh, celebrating like the 25 years. And then Bruce Hills was like, it was a gala. And, and uh, Dom is the uh, the comedian that's done Just for Laughs the most. So there, he was on the show, but it was a French show. And they were like, can you just like be Dom's friend for the day? Because he's like, he's going to be around all these <laughs> fucking French people. He's not going to know what the fuck's going on. So just fucking hang out with him. Then we just started hanging out. And then he was like, you should do shows in English again. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe. And then uh, Bruce came over and then Dom was like, hey, Bruce, give him a gala. Give him a gala. And I was like, I don't want a fucking gala. Like, I don't want to do a TV set. I haven't done English comedy in fucking 15 years. <laughs> How so long have you been doing it? I started doing comedy in 93. Really? So a long, long time ago. Only started back in English in 2007. Wow. So I, like I've been doing comedy for 10 Just or- Just in Montreal or going to France? Uh, going to the last couple of years, I've been traveling a lot, but uh, mostly uh, just French Canada. But uh, I'll, like I've in the last like two years, I've been like to thirty some countries. Oh, like that's I've great. Traveled a lot. Yeah, that's great. So, just to finish the story is so I'm doing stand up, and it's very interesting, man. You know, I go up in front of this very diverse ethnic crowd, and I'm doing the, I'm doing the safest jokes I can, and even those are too edgy for these kids. Okay, <laughs> but I, every time I say I make fun of white chicks, fucking these black girls go nuts, right? So <laughs> I'm just done, and I, I get done. I introduce, and I walk up, and I I'm getting booed as I'm walking out. I'm like, oh, what really? is that? And I realized, oh, it's because this one girl, like this white girl, jumped up and said something mean to me and got clapped from a couple people. That they all felt bad for her. So they boo me. I go, hey, man, I didn't do this. Every time I mention white chicks, you fucking laughed and fucking shit on her. You hurt her feel. I So I took the social justice warrior uh, shit. And you I made them a, feel you like bullied shit. bullied this yeah. chick. <laughs> so let's give her a round of yeah. applause and make her feel better. Uh, and I go to her, you better wake yeah. up or else you're going to die alone. And that is the worst thing you tell to a female because that's their worst nightmare. But. So anyways, I'm, I have a joke about how like I see women, you know, like I was driving home after a gig and I saw this woman jogging around midnight and I'm like, why do you jog at night, ladies? I mean, how many seasons of Law and Order do we need before we realize jogging at night is not a good idea? So I do this joke, right? And all of a sudden out of nowhere, this fucking Asian chick on Twitter is like, Sam Chuckley is the worst comedian I've ever seen in my life. He does a joke about women jogging at night and how, how they should get raped. I go... <laughs> I go, you just butchered a classic, dog. That is a classic Tripoli, and you ruined it. Well, and then out of nowhere, I just, it just became this attack of the Hello Kitties. You know, just the, all these Asian chicks just started jumping up, and I had to whack-a-mole them as I was going, and then my fans jumped in, and then out of nowhere, this smoking hot Asian chick jumps in and goes, you shouldn't do jokes about rape. And I go, I did. It's not rape joke. She goes, oh. Well, tell me the joke then. I go, what? Tell you the joke? You're up here screaming and shouting. Yeah. You don't even know the fucking joke. She's like, well, just tell it to me. I'm like, no. Well, she was so hot, my fans started hitting on her. So, like, my own fans <laughs> are trying to knock up the chick trying to fucking ruin my career. But that's how it is. It just becomes this pack mentality of kill, 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 kill. And they don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way it is. And it's just like no other job in the world. It's like if you say something I don't like, I just move on. But like in the old days, I think it was like that in the old days. But before social media, we just didn't know. So like people like uh, Richard Pryor was offending people. But th 
like to to write a message to Richard Pryor that you were offended, you would have had to figure out what agency <laughs> represented him. So you'd have to get a friend to come to L.A. and then like do 411 or, or send you a fucking phone book. And then you'd have to get the address, write a letter. Right. It was super complicated. But right. now if you want to tell fucking anyone that they're a piece of garbage, all you got to do is go on Twitter. Which I love doing. Yeah. You know, it's fascinating. It's Hunter S. Thompson. Actually, there's a whole book of his letters that he would write. And he would like, and these are classic, like actual typewriter. And he would write these letters you speak of to like CEOs, people that all sorts of shit. And he would just be high out of his mind, just giving him. It's it's <laughs> one of the best books you can oh, read. Really? It's like Hunter's Letters. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, I, I just we gotta fight back. The one or the two. I, you do a joke about like before the show. Me and the other comedians, we sit around. We do. Uh, we pray to the comedy gods. Uh, please help us make white women over forty laugh because that's the number one demographic for want to talk to the management. They love, and I always do that joke because <laughs> they never go talk to the manager after. They don't want to be the fucking thing. But it's just like you don't like the joke. Fuck it. Move on. Yeah. There's another dick joke coming down the barrel. <laughs> Why do you give a fuck? And just because you don't like, and that's another problem. We have people that think I don't like something means it's offensive. There's a lot yeah. of shit yeah. I don't like. The view. I don't like the view. It's dog shit. But that doesn't mean I find it offensive. Well, that's maybe funny. I do that's, find it offensive. That's like uh, when I did when I got I got in trouble for making Bill Cosby laugh at a, at a rape joke after all that stuff came out. And you people, made him laugh. I made him laugh. Yeah, it was on Canadian. Well, it was for a Canadian television show, but then they gave it to the news because it was they thought it was going to be great publicity for the show, and then everyone saw it on the news and thought I because I was I play like a fake news reporter, like on the Daily Show, like a correspondent. So they all thought. People were like, this this news reporter is really bad at his job. How dare you say a rape joke as a news reporter? And they started piling on. And then people were defending Bill Cosby. Like, he's not even, how dare you, rape jokes on our Canadian television? And against a man who's never been tried in court? It was like, I was just getting in tons of they trouble. Just love that for TV something. show. Like, you made them, yeah, like, but they were defending him. Like, that's how much they hated rape jokes more than, like, they were like, An Bill Cosby's, yeah, rape. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they were like, how dare you? So Don't put that on our television, but Bill Cosby want to see him more. But if a, more of him. I bet you if a female comic yeah. had, had done that, nobody would have yeah. an eyelash. Probably, yeah. I don't because know. there's this no like I asked this chick, she's like, I saw this fucking dumpster fire of a human being just like, I'm just tired of going to comedy shows, hearing white guys do uh, rape jokes. I go, How about what white chicks do rape jokes? Because that's all they fucking do. Uh well, they can relate to it, Marco. What are you talking about? More guys get raped than women. Yes, it's by men, but they are still getting raped. What are you talking about? And Do more men get raped prison. than women? Oh, yeah, yeah. Prison. I mean, like, <laughs> okay, the notion of getting sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a one-word one, one answer. Like, yeah. You're so, prison. so easy to convince. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Not, it's have you heard, that have men, you heard of prison? <laughs> it's horrible that men, we are the most dangerous thing on this planet to both women and men. Yeah. 100%, dude. 100%. So we have to, like, this thing that's happening now with this whole PC, every, uh, thought crimes, basically what you're dealing with up there and what we deal with down here, yours is a little more, you got to be nice. And down here, it's like, you can't pick on the, what, the disabled, the whatnot, like you said. 
do you find yourself trying to now, if you see someone oh, in a wheelchair a or if you see someone in crutches, do, do you, you like, pull back? No, no. I, I've, I've always done the opposite. Whenever I see someone in a wheelchair, I'll always do my, my handicap jokes just to bring that guy in. Fuck yeah. And, and what, what kind of fucked me up with the whole trial is the media made me look like this guy that fucking hates disabled people. And I've, I have fucking tons of friends in wheelchairs. I've, there, there's a guy that I've been paying his rent for the last like fucking 10 years because uh, the government wants to put him in, in a in a sort of a hospital for because he can't take care of himself. So every year we do be- a benefit for him. And I'd started doing that like years before the, That's the court cool, thing. That's fucking cool, man. And, uh, but then, and he, what was weird is when I got sued, he started like he went on TV to defend me. And he was like, no, he fucking he likes uh, disabled people. And then people were insulting him. Unbelievable. And then I was like, you're fucking, you're mad that I made joke about a Man. disabled kid, but you're telling a handicapped dude that he's a you piece of garbage. You walk the walk. They yeah. talk the talk. Yeah. And that's what we find. Now, there was another guy in Canada that got in trouble with lesbians. Did yeah. you guys bond at all? Maybe do a tour together? <laughs> Did you guys scissor? I, I, I've never met him. <laughs> he's a, But he's a, a open micer from uh, Vancouver. But his thing was was weird. Like, I, I, I only, like, read about it, and I sent him a thousand bucks, like his go on me thing because like the thing that saved me was i was in a place in my life that it cost me like a lot uh you know it cost me one hundred fifty thousand so far in court fees <laughs> oh my and, god dude uh i ran out of money like after a hundred thousand then i had a, uh, <laughs> i ran i run out of money after a hundred <laughs> yeah <laughs> but dollars I, I was lucky that i had like some money to defend myself but this guy was a fucking like a maybe not an open micer but like a, a like a newbie comic yeah. that maybe i don't even know if he has a bank account yet right. so i was like that guy is so fucked yeah like like I was lucky. I was lucky. I'm a, I'm I'm a little bit older. Uh, have some success in Canada. Uh, yeah, I don't have any kids, so fucking my life costs nothing. Yeah. Uh, you um, the, the the his story is he's doing stand up, and these lesbians wouldn't stop talking, and they started heckling him, and he heckled them back. And said something about them being lesbian. And, you know, I'm sorry, dude. When you heckle somebody, there are no rules. Yeah, yeah. And I heard this one comedian, um, she, you know, during the whole Me Too thing, just all these chicks were each, all these females in comedy were trying to come up with their own story. And this one woman who I know is, uh, she's like, you know, when that Bill Hicks uh, video went around about him um, getting hacked by the woman and him calling her a cunt, I thought that was a little too much. And I go, what? aren't you a comic? Are you yeah. si- are you, yeah, are you siding yeah. with the heckler? Yeah. yeah, that's the worst. I hate I, when comics turn I, on. Other. And that's another thing. Yeah. They're sellouts, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, just wait till it happens to you, then see see who comes the, uh, helping you out. The last couple of years, though, like I was almost the last guy that that uh, like all the comics were on my side, and after like every. Like now, whenever a comic gets in trouble, that's what I fucking hate. There are a bunch of comics that are like, no, but you shouldn't do that. You should only punch up. And but like sometimes punching up is the most annoying thing that like and white women love saying punch up. Yeah, they love saying punch up. And I go, you don't know me. Where do you know where I'm punching from? Yeah, you have no clue where I am on this fucking ladder. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm self-made, man. Yeah. I'm fucking, you know, 
Like, this notion that because I'm a white guy, I'm a Rothschild, and I'm fucking running (laughs) fucking everything, and I, because you're a chick, you're, like, the notion that a poor white guy in Appalachian Mountains is fucking hasn't made more than a fucking gay guy who's born in fucking Manhattan to money? It's the, it's it, that's yeah. another problem. It's just like the, we start setting these fucking these uh, uh these stereotypes that this is always oppressed and this is always the oppressor. And sometimes this guy's born with two strikes against him, and they're doing the fucking best they can. And this person is abusing the fucking rules because he knows he's like I'm a gay guy. It's so hard to be and like no, dude. You haven't worked a day in your life. Let me see yeah. your hands. You got any calluses on them? No, man. Yeah. You had it made. Being a gay guy in like an Arab country is hard. That's real but shit. But being, being a gay guy in fucking Beverly Hills seems kind of easy. 100 like, Dude, yeah. most of these girls, that's another problem with the social justice warrior shit is everybody who barks, we don't know their intentions. We don't know who they're, where they're coming from. Like this guy in uh, Missouri who started the big, uh, you know, the whole sit down and stuff like that. You know, uh, you know, cops shooting black people. And listen, man, that whole issue is fucking so gray. The job of being a cop is fucking hard. The the fucking relationship between blacks and cops have been off. There's been institutional racism. Okay, so neither both of them are fucking really hard points to come from. So to sit there and just be like, this guy's this, this guy's that. But this kid's like, you know, institutional racism. His parents are both multimillionaires. The notion that his life is infinitely harder than some poor white kid in fucking, you know, whatever part of the Midwest is ridiculous, man. And that is the fighting we get between each other. And this whole thing, they make yeah. us fight each other. When I was in uh, I was in the Arab Emirates a couple of months ago, and uh, I was explaining white privilege to uh, an Arab dude. And he, he thought it was funny because for him, white people are fucking teachers and the shitty fucking employees that they bring <laughs> over from Europe. And he was like, white privilege? Arabs have all the money. <laughs> I was like, that's what? fucking true, dude. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of fucking Dude, I mean, anyways, that's a whole different episode. So where are we at at this? When's your next court right day? Right now, uh, what's weird about Canada, I, I knew nothing Has about it helped th- your career in a weird way at all? Uh, it would have, but I went through this weird depression that I started hating comedy. So I just stopped. Like, I, I do like the minimum amount of shows just to just to get by for a year and now i started like now i came back with a sort of a vengeance of fuck yeah. these goddamn people so i think it's gonna help me in the long run but it it, it kind of hurt for a while yeah i could understand yeah. it i mean like are you gonna start doing shows in la i mean in america more yeah i'm i'm working on my uh my green card i'm starting to do a podcast on the on compound media uh, on yeah. uh, anthony cumia's network and uh, so I I wanna I I wouldn't want like I don't want to live in the states full time, but I'd like to work here because this is the only place in the world that I can be me without fucking. And that's why yeah. they just keep fucking wanting to take that back. Yeah, they keep wanting to destroy that. It's like no man, you you gotta you gotta fight for your right to say what I don't understand why comedians want to take options away yeah but the the pendulum is definitely coming back and then it like i think uh people that work blue or dark are gonna like that's gonna be the comedy that's the the next big thing like people because people are fucking people miss people are bottled up they yeah. just want to hear it again they just want to holding yeah. it in for sure you know yeah. and it, 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 it they, they 
They are. I'm telling you, man. For the first time since I've been doing comedy, and I started maybe 23 years ago, the first time ever you can talk politics on stage and people will listen. Yeah, it's affecting all of our lives That's because why. they don't know what truth is right now. And and you know, say whatever you want about Trump and whether he is a he's for real or not or whatever, man. That guy's destroyed mainstream media. Yeah, the bias yeah. and the bullshit. When you still meet people that believe that stuff, you almost feel bad for them. Yeah. And he's like, he crushed that. So people now are looking for like the Joe Rogan podcast and our podcast. I mean, I think that's why this podcast has resonated with so many people and why it's moved so quickly compared to other podcasts I've seen because like straight truth, homie, you know, we're non-dogmatic. We're not afraid to dip our toes we get called the- gay jew shills constantly yeah <laughs> even though neither of us are gay and neither of us are jews but <laughs> not jewish but okay well yeah, you know yeah. hey man we're, you work- know, we're working on things it's 2018 yeah. you're allowed to check other at this point <laughs> get weird you know um but i'm really excited about that i would love for you next time to uh we'll exchange numbers when you're coming in town i put a lot of shows together if you were here long <laughs> enough i'd love to put, throw you up on my big show on um on uh, Tuesday night, um, but you're taking off. But hit me up when you're here. All right, cool, and man. We'll do Thanks. it. And uh, I'd always love to gig with you. I do shows in Vegas all the time. If you ever want to come down, do Thanks. something. Thanks, I'd love that, yeah. You too as well, you know. And it's, I'm always going up there doing Canada. I love it. I'm trying to put together little tours. But so, uh, man, I'm really happy. I'm happy you came on the show. Thanks um, for having me on. Yeah. I think that uh, I hope that people and I, I will include myself in this will rally behind you. Um, if there is a fine at the end of the day, I hope it doesn't cost you a single penny. I, I know it already has, yeah. but anymore, I, people but, should be fucking doing your GoFundMe like yeah. a motherfucker. If, if the if I lose though, like if I lose again, I the, I think what I'm gonna do is try to move to some fucking weird random country like Saudi Arabia. And to apply for like refugee status in like a shit shit hole. Just become country. the greatest yeah. comic ever in yeah. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> dude, that's, crowd work with we, men in the front row and women in the cages. Is that in what the happened? Back. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> so where can everyone find you guys on your social media? Uh, Anything? I'm, I, it's a Mike Ward CA on everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. My website is MikeWard.ca, which is the fucking shitty Canadian version of I love com. Canada though I too love, much hockey and I, sports center but I, I love it I love Canadian people I hate Canada I love Canadian yeah. people Toronto is what everybody thinks San Francisco is and it's not San Francisco used to be like that now it's San, I love San Francisco but it's like they're just elitist now but Toronto's like every you could talk real talk and everybody's fuckable and that's like important for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, was I that how San Francisco was? I thought it was San all Francisco gay used to be the cool place where <laughs> okay. all the fucking counterculture was. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah, there was you know the, there was a whole fucking joke that I forget the comic's name was in from San Francisco where it's like everyone thinks it's gay. It's really more Chinese. So the joke was like there's more walks than cocks, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like the real gays here, dude. The business of gay is in Los Angeles, dude. This is where they make money off of being gay. You want to go to the gayest area in the world? Just walk down Santa Monica Boulevard, and they deserve it. It's a wonderful place. They, they, it's fucking. They're yeah. entertaining as shit. I, you know, I mean, I've been through my twelve step programs, and you know, I, 
you know, the, the, a lot of those gay guys were like very important in helping me like get through some fucking tough times by being really open. Like I go to this one meeting and it's like all gay guys. And I've never heard more truth in a room in my fucking life than dudes who just are like, just fucking, I, you can't say anything to offend these guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. really, you know, so everybody should be them. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And West Hollywood, we call it boys down. It has very subtle name for clubs like rage or pump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know it's what like, you're going into. Yeah, it's a gay fourth. Of, it's fun, man. Gay Fourth of July. If you guys ever come to LA, go to Boys Town. Do you play the house of, uh, the comic strip and uh, uh, or are you yuck yucks guy? Um, c- kind of neither. Like I, since I mostly work in Quebec, like I do theaters in Quebec. So, uh, but what I I do do some yucks clubs. I like I like yuck yucks. Let me know when you're uh, again. We'll exchange it anytime you come down there. If I can hook you up with a gig here and there, I'd be more than happy to do That'd it. That'd be awesome. And it's pretty rare that we ever get anyone that speaks any other language. We don't even speak English <laughs> that well on this podcast. So any chance you can give us a shout out for Tinfoil Hat in French. Okay. See, so, you're listening to Tinfoil Hat. Hat. All right. Vous écoutez le podcast Tinfoil. Yeah, there we go, dude. Awesome. Thank you, dude. <laughs>